everyone. It is Dave and Jeff. It is December 20th, 2023. Might be our last show of the year. We haven't decided. <laughs> we'll see what kind of mood we're in. Yeah, we'll see no, what happens. We'll be back next week. We'll get one show in next week. Oh, we'll see. I tell you what, yeah, we'll if see. there's a signing, and I'm sure there'll be a signing, we'll be back. We'll be back yeah. for sure. If nothing happens with baseball, I'm not coming back. Uh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's one guy, four years, 20 million. Yeah. I'm probably, probably not driving. We're probably, we're probably not going to turn the needle right there. Hey, I want to mention Dan Williams. Dan Williams is a guy that tells you all the time, look in this real estate market, you need to get approved, not just pre-qualified. Understand the financials of home buying. Dan and Brian Curry working together, two of our favorite guys. This is really, I think, the best news. We heard these two guys have started working together. Dan and Brian Curry, again, they want to help you be prepared financially. They want to educate you on the benefit of being the owner of a rental property. Let Dan and Brian show you how to capitalize on the rental market in the right neighborhoods. Now, that right neighborhood might not always be in San Diego, which is shocking, but you can make a lot of money in other places. Let Dan explain it to you. Again, 858-688-6813. Where's that idiot Devin live? Because I'm going to buy his house. <laughs> like in Seattle, somewhere up there. Raise his rent by 60 bucks. Oh, and then I'm just going to go in there when he's out driving his mail truck or whatever the fuck he drives, milk truck. And when he's out delivering milk all day, I'm just going to go in there. I'm going to have a big bucket like that that David Sunflower Seed yeah. thing. And it's going to be a big bucket of red ants. I'm going to put it right in. He knows why. <laughs> Three minutes in, where's that idiot Devin live? He's like, I'm driving a snowplow in the middle of the night. What the fuck? That's what he claims. <laughs> That's what he claims. Driving Uber Eats. <laughs> Dropping off coffee and lattes. How great would that be if you combined the two? Driving a snowplow and delivering your food. Uh, hey, look at you. Yeah, I'm going to clean your driveway and I'm going to fucking give you your food. Yeah. Yeah. Now, see? Double dipping. Double dipping. Just one-handed. Hold it. Damn, Dave, go. You're on a roll, go, baby. Hey, I cleaned your driveway and here's a smash burger. Yeah, here it is. <laughs> Dave, think with me he here. That's right now. Like Think with me. If, dude, you know what? This is why Devin's dumb and we're here to help. Okay. Do you know how he could make so much money? Think about this. Yeah. He, he Most of the time he drives at night, overnight, right? Yeah. But if he went in the afternoon and he did it, and before he got into his vehicle, he goes to Big Lots. Okay? Yeah. He's going to spend $30 at Big Lots. Okay. You know what he's getting? He's getting 150 styrofoam cups. He's getting one big ice cream scoop. Yeah. And he's getting four flavors. Raspberry. Yeah. Bubble gum, root beer, cherry. Fuck, if he's feeling crazy, he throws grape in there, too. Now when he's driving, he pushes all that snow up. He stops. All the kids come out. Snow cones. $3 each. Cash only. Or your mom's number. Oh, there you go. That's that's what you offer. No he's a closer. $3 or your mom's number. Dude, he's a closer. He's going to go home each night. Yeah. He's going to have 178 bucks in his pocket and 178 numbers yeah, in the other I like pocket. It. Good for him. Yeah. And he has a girl right now, though. He's talking about he has, what's the deal with Christmas being so expensive once you get a girl. Uh, that's what happens. Uh, well, he's got to call Dan Williams. <laughs> uh, 858-688-6813. Devin, I'm going to tell you this, too. Yeah. Even though you're annoying on Twitter because you twist everything and you get it wrong. When you make your fortune as the snow cone man, 
dude, so I'm just, stupid. I'm just telling you this. Don't feel obligated to give me and Dave credit. Oh my god! Don't come on, enjoy your moment. That's what this season's all about, right, Dave? Eight nights of Hanukkah. Yeah. With Smokey Robinson calling it. I don't know what it's Smokey Robinson. You didn't see that? What yeah, you I know you're talking about Hanukkah. I can't remember. It wasn't. It was, uh, yeah, it was dude, like somebody loves. Yeah, yeah, I think it was Chinooka. Yeah. Dude, I love Smokey since I was a kid. That hurt. My apologies, to Dave, Rosie. <laughs> Who else am I forgetting? Uh, Gene Simmons. Gene Simmons. Apologies to you, Sarah Silverman. But, <laughs> Dev, when you make that money, yeah. again, because so many of you feel better day to day, and it's because of me, Dave, Dan Williams, Brian, yeah, Fabian and Miguel, Flugs, Al Taylor. Don't feel obligated. I, I speak for the team. Enjoy your moment. Shine. Yeah. Right? One moment at a time, man. What's one, moment, one moment at a time. Could you imagine how cool he'd be? Dude, he'd be the coolest guy going. It would be different. He'd be on the news for sure. Does he need Does he need a boombox playing holiday favorites? No. No. Uh, I don't know that you're thinking. I don't think you're thinking. Mid- he works in the middle of the night. Ah, come on. Waking up the neighborhood. You think anybody's mad when they hear Burl Ives? No, I don't think so. I don't think so. Oh, what's that noise? God damn, what time is it? <laughs> Shit, I can't even see it. It's 2.30. Burl Ives? Oh, shit! It's Devin the Snow Cone Man! <laughs> Nothing like a snow cone when it's freezing. You don't even... Yeah, who's crazy for snow cones? Dave, let me tell you something, okay? Yeah. Because, again, you're thinking small picture. We're used to it. You're a Dodger fan. You oh, haven't had okay. much to cheer for. I've had a lot to cheer for. Oh, really? Yeah. I feel like 88? We, forget that, Shane. I feel like we won the World Series last week uh, with Otani. Uh, yeah. How's that physical therapy going? You heard me. I don't even know what the fuck that's supposed to be. <laughs> he's fine. He just had elbow surgery. Dude, all I know is he's at the ballpark every day, and he's calling every free agent he wants the Dodgers to get. With his left hand. Yeah, whatever. He's okay. Telling goddamn... <laughs> Gavin Lux, dial the phone for me. Did you see that lady, by the way, looking at her Dodger season tickets, where she's going to (laughs) sit? And she has her phone out, and there's one Dodger running in the outfield, and she's telling her kid, look, there's a Dodger right there. Well, which one is it, Mom? I don't know. But there he is. It was fucking Otani. It was? Yeah, you're buying season tickets. have no idea which one Otani is. Guy's big as a house. Yeah, he's 6'5". Jesus. Doesn't really look like uh, Greg Brock out there. But what I was going to say about Devin in closing yeah. is when he gets this thing rolling, we're going to give him a couple of days to get his snow legs under him. Yeah. Maybe his snow cone legs under him. But then once he gets going, he's blended flavors. He's going to be like Tom Cruise yeah. of snow cones, like cocktail. Dude, Elizabeth, she will be knocking on the door, scratching at the door. He won't know what to do because he's a mixologist and... Because he's a good guy, he'll still clean the streets. He doesn't have a choice. It's and, kind of his job. And then people are going to be so excited, they're just going to run out there barefoot. Ay, 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 ay. Yeah, poor quick. Ay, ay, ay. Poor quick. And then he'll take all that money, call Dan Williams, and he'll probably buy the house I live in. <laughs> there you go. You'll be renting for me. Good job. <laughs>
<laughs> if you're in the market to buy or you're looking to market to sell, look, Brian Curry is your guy on that end right there. Again, Brian Curry can help you find the, the best house in the best neighborhood. Whatever your dreams are right now, if you're looking to move, Brian's your guy. Most importantly, everyone wants to know how much their house is worth and who can get the most for it. It's only one guy. It's Brian Curry. He's been doing this for almost 30 years, winning all kinds of awards. Brian's number, 619 619- Two five one one five eight eight six one nine two five one one five eight eight. Got an email from Jim B. Yeah, in San Marcos says, "Guys, me and my son Alex love to fish. Do you know if anything's open by our favorite fishing hole, the Tijuana River Valley?" Well, boy, I will tell you what, if there was ever a night to cast your rod in the Tijuana River Valley, yeah. it'd be tonight because here comes the rain. Uh, Jim, I don't, I, I'm not the real estate guy. That would be Brian Curry. But if you and your son can't pick teams worth of shit, but hey, maybe you pick the right <laughs> fishing pole and you guys want to, you know, cast a line. Yeah. Give Brian a call. Probably nice. There, there you go. <laughs> Can just go live there. Man, I tell you, even with the rain. It was so nice in Carlsbad today. Did you get out and about a little bit today? Dude, I was out all day long. In but the was sun. it raining down here all no. day? No, it just started. It rained about an hour ago for a little bit. You saw when you walked up, yeah. it was wet a little bit. No, it was, it was great. Wore shorts all day long. Yeah, anywhere in San Diego. Yeah. It was funny. Um, I was looking online today. Yeah. Because the Padres signed Matsui, and they got him. Four years, $21 million, which is great. There you go. Yeah, great. I love when they call him the Japanese Billy Wagner. Because he's tiny. Yeah. He's 5'8". Five eight throws strikes, and uh, but you go okay, that's fine. Yeah, those are the kind of deals we've we've preached for years. That's what you can afford now. Uh, listen, Dave, you're going top shelf. That's a good thing because Matsui can't reach the top well, shelf. He can't. But this is always if you looked at the last couple of years with Preller, there's always been kind of that one move like the the Matsui move today, and we look at it and. Honestly, none of us know what 2024 is going to be like. Yeah. But there's always that first move that kind of is is the first nail in the door. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, there's two or three other moves that are a lot bigger by scale. I don't know. I, John Conniff and I were going back and forth today because John sent me a note and said, hey, I, I enjoyed the conversation the other night about the payroll. And he said, I don't think, John, I, I, I don't think I'm speaking out of school, but, but John said, look, I'm not apologizing for AJ. I have no idea how it worked. But he said, do you guys, do we have an idea? How many things were really Preller's idea and how many things might have been Peter's idea? And what I said to him, because you were with me. Yeah. We were at the winter meetings last year. We were asked numerous times after the Xander Bogart signing. Like, hey, man, what's going on? And people didn't want to be disrespectful towards Peter. They still don't. Right. And that's kind of, I think, where John and I left it today. I I said, man, I don't have any idea. I don't know what Peter's condition was, what he knew and when he knew it, how it impacted any decisions. Who knows? It would only be speculation. And, man, I I don't think that's fair to his memory. Let me ask you a question. I know you're going to get to a point, but I'm asking yeah. you right now. At what point is it okay to be upset with Peter? Oh, I don't. How I, much time has to pass? Oh, I don't think I'm upset with him ever. Okay. Remember you said that. Yeah. Okay. I'll talk to you in a couple of years. No, I got it. I, I don't. I don't think. Because I think up. he locked you in for 10 years of tough. Yeah, I got it. 
Well, I got it. But, but Dave, I've been through so much bad days. And he went for it. And, and we knew. We, we knew. Look, is the Manny deal great? No. Is Xander? Who, who signed Xander? Insane. Right. Who, to, to me, why Cronenworth? Because he felt bad that everyone else was getting contracts and Cronenworth didn't. But if, but if you're going to do Cronenworth of all people, why wouldn't you have done Snell? Maybe like, he like, didn't like. Maybe he didn't like him. Yeah, maybe he didn't. I mean, it's kind of weird. We'll get into Snell too. But he loved Darvish, and you saw Darvish and his wife were one of the first ones at Petco Park. Uh huh. Great man, he loved. Yes, um, Fernando. But, yeah, maybe maybe he just didn't. I do, I don't I don't know. I, I don't know. I yeah. just. At some point, I think Padre fans are going to go, what the fuck? That's what I think is going to happen. And yeah. I think, to be honest with you, look, when you own the team, you have every right to go for it. And he did, you know, and, and again, I don't know his, his illness either, but looking at him, he didn't look well last year. And you go, hey, man, it's your team. You do what yeah. you want to do. But at the same time, it's also San Diego's team. Yeah. And, and, and overall, the Padres are in a bad situation. So how much is Preller's? I don't know. I mean, I, I was just looking at the trade that he made with the Rays in 2020 when he traded for Snell and Cronenworth. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, or excuse me, he got... Uh, Fam and Cronenworth. Fam and Cronenworth. But remember, that they acquired Snell, and Luis Patino was part of the deal. Yeah. Luis Patino, who before he was traded, he's the next Pedro Martinez. Right. Well, dude, he got released by the right. White Sox at huh. age 24. I mean, huh. he's out of baseball now. And how many different places has Urias been? Yeah, that, well, and that's the thing, is these guys, so yeah. as much as I can't stand AJ... Yeah. I don't know how much is AJ and how much, because there are a lot of these trades you look at and go, dude, AJ won a lot of these. Yeah. And of course you lose some, as Kevin Towers just say, the best ones are the ones that work out for both teams. That way yeah. they'll deal with you again. If you completely blow somebody out of the water, they're kind of hesitant to work with you again. Yeah, we'll, um, I'll be really, really interested to see what this team looks like on opening day, because we told you, you can go to Baseball Reference and see how the money jumps. Now, the one thing I looked at today that I hadn't noticed the other night because yeah. I was looking on my phone, when it jumps to 200 million. 200 or 300? No, 200. Okay. 203. Um, baseball reference has $40 million locked into arbitration players. Seems incredibly high. You think well, so? Yeah, when you look at the guys that are currently there. Arbitration's always interesting. Like, like Soto's not a free agent yet, but yet he was going to make $33 million this year. Yeah. So it's always hard to figure out. I got it. To me, but, it's hard to figure out. Maybe other people figure it out, no problem. But, but again, the point being is you're still going to be right there. Next year, you're 175. If yeah. you missed the show the other night, we were talking about the fact that... Go back and listen to it. Honestly, I thought it was the best Padre financial show that you're going to hear. You can go to BaseballReference.com and look at the Padres payroll because it will show you what the obligations are for the next few yeah. years. Hosmer, two years at 13, starting with 24, finally off the books after 25. But the problem is that nobody's really taking in that I've heard until we did it is taking into account the fact that a lot of these contracts, Cronenworth, Manny, Fernando, are back-ended. And their numbers are about to jump dramatically, drastically, uh, to the point that Manny goes to $40 million a year. That's crazy. In a couple of years. Yeah. I don't like it, man. I, I just, Dave, that to me, I don't like. But... Um, you know why they do it. I mean, I understand when you brought it. up the point about, you know, your credit cards and you, you want to be able to sleep at night... 
I, I'm with you on that too. And I think most people are like, if they can afford to do it, that's how they want to do it. By back ending it, it gives them space. I mean, you've seen kind of what the, the Dodgers do the same thing. A lot of teams try to do the same. But also, you don't know as if you're AJ or let's say the Dodgers looking to possibly sell the team. Because yeah. that's been the talk. The Dodgers will be selling the team soon. Is that I'm not going to have to pay it. You know, I can load yeah. up this team, win championships. I'm not going to have to pay the bill yeah. when it's due. Someone yeah. else is going to have to pay the bill. Yeah, the Otani deal or whatever. Yeah. But um, so I don't know. You you saw the story that came out yesterday, and a lot of people jumped on it, that Amazon is considering going into a deal with Diamond Sports. Yeah. And I saw a lot of people in San Diego, including Annie Heilbrunn, retweet it. I don't know why you're retweeting it. If you read the story, it clearly pointed out the teams that are involved and two teams that are not involved are the Twins and the Padres. If you watch Survivor, it's Diamond and Bally came and said to the pods, hey, the tribe has spoken. You're off. Dude, you're gone. Now, does that mean Amazon could come in and do something? Yeah, sure. But... But I don't. I didn't get why anybody here is because they didn't read all the way through. I don't know if they read it at all. That's what I'm saying. They didn't. They didn't read hey, all the way. Through. I'll be honest with you. I didn't. I assumed they were part of it. I didn't know you just said it. They they already had cut ties. They still want to cut ties, probably potentially with the Rangers and others. But Amazon's looking to get in now. Could Amazon go? It would probably make sense. Yeah to try to get as many teams as you can. But they're nowhere mentioned. Wow. Other than the fact that San Diego and the Twins were the first two teams to get cut. You're out. You're on the outside looking in. And for anybody that's watched Thursday Night Football, it hasn't been a great presentation. You don't think so? Dude, it buffers all the time. Oh, so and my, I've got pretty strong Wi-Fi. Oh, funny. Well, I watch it right here on the same TV that's right next to us. Yeah. It's funny. I enjoy Herb Street and uh, Michael's. I enjoy, Boy, I I enjoy the podcast. Al, dude, I think Al's dropped dramatically. Yeah, I got it. It's just a familiar voice, but I think Herb Street is as prepared as anyone. Better, I think he's better than Romo. Dude, I feel bad for Herb Street because it feels like Al is Mailing it at, in? Yeah. yeah. And I don't feel like Al treats Herb Street. He doesn't. He no. talks down to him the way Enberg used to talk down to Grant. Yeah. Dude, I love Al Michaels. Go away. I'm done. You're fucking making half a million to a million dollars a game, and you're acting like one big bitch. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Dude. One big bitch. He's 80 years old. Maybe it's time to go. Go. Clear out. That's why NBC cleared him out, because yeah. he and Tony Dungy were so horseshit on that playoff game last year, and they changed him out, and it's going to be uh, Noah Eagle. Oh, look at that. It's calling a playoff game, which is great. Good. That, good. But, I mean, Al says he wants to come back next year. Dude, I would move him out. Uh, get younger quickly. But They should. Amazon should get younger. Yeah. But for me, Dave, watching that, it's been a huge disappointment because I thought I was looking forward to those guys, and there's just there's not really a chemistry. There's not really an energy that you get watching other guys. and But... If I'm the pods and I can make a deal and Amazon is going to front some dough, I don't know that you're going to get $60 million back, but it probably eases the burden of trying to go out and do it yourself. Yeah. And you'd have, you know, Amazon's not going anywhere. So, yeah, I would think Major League Baseball would like that to try to get in. I just don't know what the numbers would be per team because if it comes back and now it's $30 million, yeah, dude. That's a hit. 
you know, it's funny. We're still in the age where I think you're training people how to watch TV, mm-hmm. you know, from where it used to be. I'll be honest with you. I like sitting down, grabbing the remote, flipping it on, and then watching whatever we're going to watch. And then I find a second show, and I constantly do the, the back button, mm-hmm. going back and forth. Obviously, when you stream, it's tough to do it, right? Yeah. So when I'm sitting there and I'm watching, you know, let's say Thursday Night Football, I'm like, I'm stuck right here. I'm not changing any channels. I don't want to yeah. go back and do the whole thing all over again. As you said, what if you get stuck with the buffering? It's a little bit of a pain in the ass. You're kind of training people. Now, this is a number that I heard. Can't tell you 100%. It, it's, uh, it's accurate. But And I'm going to ask you about the Minnesota Twins on what you know in a second. But I've heard the Padres at their highest point with their television viewers mm-hmm. is 49,000. Oh, I think it's higher than that. So, well, that's the reason why they say they aren't getting the TV deals that other people are getting, that it's 49,000. One thing you, you realize, when, even when we did sports radio and when the stadium was on the ballot, the sports fans in San Diego aren't as massive as you like to think, because we love right. sports. You think most people love sports, and that it's not uh, it's not lucrative. So in Minnesota, though, where it's the only team in the state, I'd have to imagine the turnout has to be really good. Yeah, you've got, and really, for a lot of it, you've got the five-state area, yeah. because you've got Iowa, you've got the Dakotas, and you've got a big part of western Wisconsin, too, that that's probably not watching Brewers, or maybe gets them both. Yeah, so you're watching it. I think the one thing that will be better is when you go streaming, maybe that is where you get the, I mean, you'll I absolutely know how sense. many, yeah. You brought it up. I think it makes the most sense to stream. You build, you're building a younger audience. I understand the older people Develop can't figure it out. Develop your own channel, man. I go, like it. Go in, go in with Spectrum or Cox or go in and, and re, I mean, Cox has that channel four. Just sitting there. Yeah, that, I think Sam the Cooking Guy is on. Right, and and whatever else they do, but you could go in and go back to doing what that used to be. And man, when when Larry Lucchino and Dan Novak ran point on that thing from a Padres perspective and from a from a Cox Channel Four perspective, dude, it changed everything. We were at KFMB, we had been the flagship. You might have seen one home game a year on TV. They hated doing that, and. Uh, and Dan and Larry came in and changed it all. And what we've talked about, yep. the bookend programming, if you were too young and you don't remember, man, there were all kinds of great Padre shows that were going on. And uh, and people loved it. Yep. Loved it immediately. I would, but I would, streaming wasn't an option back then. Whereas, no, I got it. Okay, so I'm going to ask you, do you, have you cut like the cord? Have you cut the A cord? lot of it, yeah. Okay. And that's the thing is, they, what do they say? It's like 2% of people under the age of 22 have like like I do, DirecTV and yeah. Cox Cable that they prefer to watch on any other device, whether it's their, usually it's a computer, computer or an iPad. Look, I, I've had DirecTV stream, which I'll probably go back to because you can get Padre games. And I currently have YouTube TV because yep. I went to YouTube TV to get Sunday Ticket. And I also have Spectrum. Yeah. Uh, it's the one thing that is kind of funny with streaming is the DVR on your old school cable box is still so much, it's so user-friendly yeah. over what you have on streaming. And the other problem is too with streaming, man, when they started, YouTube TV had everything. DirecTV had everything. Now you don't get MLB Network. You don't get uh, you know the the Kings or Padre games. Like it's really tough. Yeah. On a lot of these, you don't get them. So um, that's why I kept Spectrum. Was 
to to make sure I was getting it. Then I get YouTube for my kids, so they've cut all together. But they, I, it's really really easy to say it in the garage, like, oh, go start your own channel. But if they have somebody in there that, I mean, they're the slowest on analytics of anybody in baseball. Yep. Enough people tell you that. But if they developed it and found a way to do it and maximize that channel as opposed to a 10-minute pregame show, the game, and and 10 minutes after, and why they don't replay the game all day. Like, they show it once and that's it. There's nothing else going on on those channels. I don't know why they don't do it. I don't know why they don't show classic games. I would would literally run a show kind of like Coach's show where it's basically – on air, you can see the faces, and you're doing live. You, you, Padre talk 24-7, basically, where the Padres aren't playing. They should steal the Manning cast. They yeah. should steal the Manning cast, and you could put somebody in there that is just watching the game and talking and doing those kind of things. Drive you crazy. No, I'm just saying, Dave, do it different than than your, your typical old school and the pitch. Called off. A reminder, tomorrow's uh, the 1998 calendar night. First 5,000 fans coming in. If you have that theme ticket, (laughs) you're going to get an 11-page 1998 calendar. Every eighth calendar is signed by Joey Hamilton. Buy your theme ticket today and the pitch. Nobody gives a fuck. If you had somebody sitting in there, right? Yeah. I, I don't know who are you can't stick Jonesy in there anymore. No, Coach A. <laughs> um, but just something different, man. Make it, make it a little bit of rock and roll. Make it a little bit of fun. Make it must see TV. You just gotta, you gotta think differently. You gotta do it differently. And if they do, then then people will come out, want to see it. Most importantly, you gotta win games. Uh, yeah, I, I, I kind of like the rotating deal a little bit. Coach in there, I think. <laughs> Maybe me and Eduardo do the game in Spanish. Just play the drinking game with Coach every time he mentions guys get their pants dirty. Yeah. All uno. He <laughs> said he would let him do Spanish. Yeah, him and Eduardo. <laughs> Buenas noches. <laughs> me llama his coach. Be great. I'd watch every night with a pencil. I'd learn all kinds of new words. It'd be oh great. God. It would be great. That'd be absolutely outstanding. Man, I'd absolutely love that. All right. Get your scorecard and Elapis ready. When you talked to uh Conniff today, did he say anything about how soon those guys are or you think it's gonna be ready? Can any of them be ready in twenty twenty four? We didn't get that far into it. We were just kind of talking about payroll. And yeah, I think and that's the other problem, Dave. That's the thing. That Major League Baseball, unfortunately, I was going to go to spring training. Jack and I were going to go yeah. back. Dude, they're gone. They're gone. What are you talking about? March 13th because oh, they go the, to South Korea. That's right. Dude, what a terrible, terrible year for them to go to South Korea. Because if I'm the pods right now, I'm like, dude, with this team, kind of the situation, man, you want every guy. You kidding playing in every game, getting as many reps as they can, right? Yep. You want every pitcher, you want to be able to see him. You want Schilt, you want Ruben, everybody that's part of that. 
you want to see all those guys that you just got, plus yep. all the guys that were at Double A last year, the guys that were in El Paso. Shit, man, it would be one of those days. And the other great thing would be for us as fans yeah. to have that chance to go out and be like, okay, who's trying to earn a spot? And we get it. You can hit 460 in Peoria and 11 home runs, and boy, everybody's excited, and you come up here and you're immediately 0 for 18, you're sent back down. Yeah. But but having them gone for two weeks. Yeah, you're stop, right. It's a bad so, year. Uh, you're right. It's a bad year. Sucks from a fan's point of view. Because I said to Jack, I said, dude, it would have been great. Like, go down. Because there are going to be position battles. Yeah. Just like we used to see with, with the Chargers, man. Remember that? And it was so fun. Like, those last couple of preseason games to say, hey, who wants it? Yeah. And you're not going to have the chance to do it. No, you don't, you know, you're absolutely right. It's um, real quick. The, the biggest name remaining right now, I think, before things start changing around, of course, is Yamamoto. Mm-hmm. It's funny. The more I watch this story, I don't know how close you're following his Yamamoto's deal, is I'm not so sure I'm a fan. And there's a good chance he's going to sign with the Dodgers, but I'm not so sure I'm, I'm a fan. As a fan, you want to believe in the team deal, right? You mm-hmm. want to believe you're about winning championships in the team. Everything you're hearing about this 25-year-old kid, it's ego, man, all the way through. It's all the biggest stage and about the most uh, most cameras on him and the most people watching him and everything else. But you never hear the chance to win a championship like Otani said when he was going through it. Yeah, Darvish that win- years yeah, ago. Yeah, that, that winning was important. You never hear that from Yamamoto. Yeah. And so when he's talking to the Yankees or he's going back and forth with the Dodgers and then you have to pay the posting fee and – it's it, the money thing never affects me as a fan. Cause look, I'm not a guy that's season ticket holder with the Dodgers. I'm not buying concessions. I'm not buying tickets. Correct. But if, at the same time, I'm like, I, I think every team feels this way. It's not just the Dodgers or the Padres. You just care about championships. We, you and I have talked about we're at the stage in our life. We don't give a fuck about the individual awards. Yeah. If your team doesn't win the world series, it was a disappointing year. It's a terrible analogy, but you, but you'll get it. Some people may not, but, but those that were here, does he strike you personality-wise a little bit like Hideki Arabu? Because yeah, you know what, I didn't know Arabu well enough. Dude, I just Arabu, know Arabu wanted, didn't want to be in San Diego. He thought it was small market, but he had that same yeah. attitude. Yeah, and be. he and he wasn't very likable. Yeah, and and look, Arabu was a huge deal coming out of Japan. It was. It he was, was a big deal. He was he was big, and then got here, and it was different. No, I think it's different for me, and probably a lot because the pods aren't in on it. Yeah. And I'm not really that invested in the battle between uh, the Mets and the Yankees. Yeah. And then looking today and seeing the Phillies, the Giants, the Jays are still in it. You would uh, out of the teams, obviously you you like the Jays. You'd like to see them go to the Jays. Um, not necessarily. I, w- I would have liked to see Otani go to the Jays because I think that would have been great. But nothing against Yamamoto. But there's just, I mean, that's a generational guy. Yeah. Right? No, at, at this point, I'd kind of like to see the Jays make a move for Trout. And, and I would put, love to see Trout get out. And put Trout in the middle of that yeah. lineup. That, to me, would be more fun. No, Yamamoto, no. Any of these guys, they're not. I, dude, I hope Snell doesn't end up there. They don't need Hater up there. Uh, but, no, I, no I, I mean, I'm not a diehard Jays fan, but I'm lucky enough to go to a couple of games each year. Uh, no, I, I would have loved to see Otani go there. 
But Yamamoto, if he does yeah. or doesn't, not really going to move the needle for me. So that one guy I told you to follow the other day, it said he's, he's worth the follow, at least on Twitter. Yeah. It's, uh, I don't know if you, you follow this guy or not. If I can MLB Insider. Yeah, but there's like a one in front of it. Oh, yeah. And uh, look, he, he nailed the Freddie Freeman thing, like to the numbers, the years, everything. The Otani deal, even when the, the whole flight thing, he tweeted out right away, Otani's not on that flight. And then he, I don't even know who the guy is. I'll just say today he announced that the deal is done. Yamamoto is, is officially a Dodger. Wow. But no one else has obviously put yeah. that out there. But he goes, I'm willing to, you know, basically I'll delete my account kind of a deal if it's not true. He's that Did, sure. I'll wait till uh, Dodger Nation says that he's signing with the Mets. Yeah. And then you go, all right. Or whoever that guy was yeah. that had him. The guy that they just hired on, man. Yeah. They just hired him on. And um, that was that was a crazy story too. Um, but anyway, whether it's Yamamoto or not. So my question to you is with Blake Snell. Because the only team, all of a sudden, it came out yesterday. Blake Snell uh, and the Angels have have spoken a little bit. I heard but, the Phillies too. And so, well, I think is it hasn't really that the rumors the Phillies. But again, I don't know, man. I mean, a week ago at this time, Yamamoto was offered four hundred million dollars. Yeah, true. And that story was false. Either way, I'm asking you: Is this a way that you can actually do it? Because remember, going way back to like 1987, 88, there was collusion among the owners. Mm-hmm. To say you couldn't, uh, we weren't going to offer free agents money. Obviously, the players sued. They were able to prove Tim it. Tim Raines. Kurt Gibson ended up with the yeah. Dodgers because of it. Won a World Series because of it. Um, but could there be collusion against Scott Boris? Because it's oh, like wow. no, nobody wants to deal with this one agent. They're, they're like, everyone seems a little burnt out. One is he, he yeah, of course he's going to get the most for the player. That's his job. Mm-hmm. But the holding guys to signing in late January and February, I think, runs thin. I I think it every year, and then he gets the deal yeah. done. And he and he, he fucked gets, over Profar though. Oh, he did. Yeah, that that was a rare one that he whiffed on. But I think I think once Yamamoto's done, then I think you start seeing different guys fall pretty quickly. Montgomery probably goes pretty quick. You're saying Sn- Yankees as, as the most heat right now. Really, Snell. Yankees. Yeah, Snell probably goes pretty quick. Hater probably goes pretty quick. Um. I want to believe Hater's not with the Rangers or the Phillies. As of yet. Yeah. I mean, I thought for sure that would be a race between those two teams. Yeah. But um, but I think to Preller's point that he said that come January, the market's going to settle a little bit. Yeah. And, and there's going to be a few guys out there that you can get that probably fit in. Like this deal today. Um, I, I was watching at work yesterday. I had John and Jim on. Yeah. And I, I liked it because they were talking and said, well, what role is he going to be? Is he seventh, eighth? Is he is he coming here? to? Does he have a shot to close, right? Is it open? And they said the same point, which is it all depends on the deal. What contract does he get? And I was watching Steve Phillips this morning on MLB Network. And yeah. Steve Phillips said, this guy reminds me a lot of uh, of John Franco. Good stuff. Really? Yeah. Really fun to watch the whole deal. And he said it's going to be dependent on the deal. You get him a four-year deal? Yeah. $20 million, The kind of thing. Because, Dave, I tell you, with this team, it wouldn't have shocked me if it was four years, $52 million. And then you're like, dude, $13 million again. $5 million. Fuck, it's half of what Drew Pomeranz made. Yeah. A half. And uh, Drew Pomerantz never threw a pitch. He's a lefty coming out of the bullpen. You go, all right. Yeah. It's all right. 
not crazy. And if he works out to be pretty good, dude, you hooked it up. So if they start doing more deals like that, where it's, I don't want to say fiscally responsible. I don't have any idea if this guy's good, great, or, or neither. Yeah. But just some of those, so you're not pigeonholed into the contracts like the ones we mentioned earlier. Yeah, I'm all for it. So here's the deal for people who don't who didn't hear or finding out for the first time what Jeff's talking about. Uh, Yuki Matsui, he's only 28 years old. And yes. I think a lot of people think he's an old guy. He's not. The reason they think he's an old guy is because he's been basically playing professional baseball since he was 18 years old. Wow. Okay. Has an ERA 2.04. Outstanding. Yeah. Okay. 236 saves in 501 games. Yeah. Most in, in Japanese yeah. baseball, right? Yeah. So, I mean, so he's, he's had an amazing career. Yeah. So the, the player they got, and again, I don't, I've never seen him pitch. I don't know anything about him. And the, the John Franco thing I find interesting as far as what he is, obviously both lefties. Um, but at the same time, you're getting a guy with experience. He's played in big games. A guy with a, uh, a ton of saves. I mean, so you know that he's not the guy that's going to freak out when he takes the hill. He's, he's, I'm guessing he's not here to be the closer. I'm guessing Suarez yeah. is the closer. Yeah. And that this guy probably, is basically replacing Tim Hill. Yeah. So I was just going to say, fine. Yeah, fine. Dude, but, honestly, depending on what the price is, once the market settles, Hill could be a guy that comes back. Right? I like the age. I, I'll be honest with you. I like the 28. Yeah. You know, I'm glad this isn't a 38-year-old guy that disappears in two years. And led Japanese baseball in saves, I think, last year. So, yeah, fine. First guy in, like it. Yeah. And and we'll see. It, like I mentioned, if you take a look the last couple of years, there's always been kind of one low-on-the-radar move to get things going, and then a couple of pieces fall in pretty quickly. Yeah. And... So do we start seeing uh, a left fielder, a center fielder? Do you see another starter come in? Uh, we'll find out. Because I think a lot of players, too, want to get things done before the holidays. The guy I don't want back, and I know Padre fans love him, I don't want to see Profar back. No, I don't think Profar's back. Um, I could just see, Dave, I could see Profar back. I could see Myers back. Like on these, Can you imagine that? Myers wild, hasn't played right? since the spring of last year. That'd be crazy. No, he played for the Reds through what? He got cut early. But I think he played with them through May or June. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. But he gets he comes gets an invite to spring training, comes back. One of those deals, right? Profar, invite to spring training. Yeah. I, I got it. Um I mean you want to see somebody that can hit, right? No, I got it. I'm just saying I mean, you love to see them go out and and just a little bit of, but I tell you, the guy that is sitting there, you don't hear his name anywhere. That hits 40 home runs a year is Jorge Soler. Yeah. You know, left fielder fucking cranks, man. Yeah. And, and there's zero talk about his name. He was so, man, he was really feast or famine last year. He got out of the gate so quick. Yeah. And then dropped off dramatically. Yep. Then came back for like a couple of, if I remember right, a couple of weeks again on fire. Then averaged out, then back up. But, you never know what the situation is yeah. and put him in a lineup with, with Manny and, and Fernando. Yeah, they need some left-handed bats, obviously, but Soler, a guy that hit, would probably lead your team in home runs. Yeah. And and fan guy, charisma, Yeah, right? That kind of thing. It was great for the great for the Braves in the World Series against the Astros a few years ago. Yeah. I don't, because what are you going to have to get up? If everybody talks about Randy Rosarena, what are you going to have to give up to get him? 
Yeah, you're gonna have to give up. Uh, you're gonna have to give up some of the arms you have. Yeah, that's what the Rays always go for. The Rays always ask for arms. So, I think more things are coming. Yeah, and, more and, and more talk. You're hearing that Fernando's gonna be playing center. Really? Yeah, more and more that he's playing. He's playing center down in the Dominican right now. More and more talk that he's gonna be the center fielder. Yeah, he's not at short. No, after he said he was gonna play short. I guess the pods told his dad, "Dude, fuck that shortstop stuff. You want him to play in the Dominican? He's not playing short." Yeah. Good for the pods. If that's yeah. the case, good for them. Yeah. What's the point? Tighten up a little bit. So it doesn't matter how good Fernando is down in the Dominican during the winter. He's not going to be the shortstop for the pods next year. So look. What's the point? I don't want to put any pressure on you guys, but Dave said it. I'm not sure we're doing a show next week. So I would write letters. Y'all have stationery. Write letters to the Padres. <laughs> stationery. Look, you got to make a move or, or we're going to go and I'll tell you the other thing. The week of the 8th, yeah. I'm in L.A. all week. It's also Elvis's birthday. Damn right. Me and Gary Busey. I got to MC a conference up there. Four days. Oh, I mean, it's going to be tough. And then the end of the month, I go to Toronto for the All-Star game for a week. Damn, look at you. I'm all over the place. All over. So, if these moves aren't being made, you're going to hear the crickets. And I don't mean the late, great Buddy Holly. I mean crickets. <laughs> Hey, one quick thing, Dave. Yeah. Boy, oh boy, a couple of weeks ago, <laughs> we got some laughs around here. When Sean Lewis was hired as the head coach of the Aztecs. Okay. And, and I went on Twitter, being the witty chap that I am. I said, good God, what a day. You did. It, it's not often. You did. You can hire a guy demoted as offensive coordinator. I have a team that's lost six in a row. Mimosas all around. <laughs> and then I hit set. <laughs> I laughed, I laughed, I laughed. We had a great time. God damn. Look, man, I give credit where it's due. I have no problem at all. I'm watching our pal Ryan Lindley today. Were you watching Lindley no, on Twitter? Dude, no, I didn't. I was running around all day. Ryan Lindley on Twitter kept... Uh, fuck, every time I looked up, it's another four-star guy, another three-star guy. Dude, he closed. Full credit to Sean Lewis. Because, yeah, when he hired, we were like, I, Dave, I, I don't know about you. I was like, who? And then a couple of things you heard where he's running a 190 plays in 11 minutes or some crazy stat. <coughs> and you go, fuck, that's pretty fun. And then he gets the two quarterbacks. Yeah. They go, shit, that's pretty good. Dave, this tonight is in the Union Tribune. Uh, I think it's our friend Kirk Kenny. Wrote, San Diego State's 26-man class includes 15 high school seniors, 11 college transfers. Running back comes from San Jose State. And uh, they were judged number one in the Mountain West by Rivals.com. 24-7 sports gave the Aztecs second just behind Colorado State. But what stood out is it's the first time in two decades that the Aztecs have been ranked number one. Look at that. And so, dude, for a guy that's had whatever he's had, nine days to come in and build a staff and do everything else that he's done, Nearly all the players in the class, this is from the Union Tribune, which includes 15 freshmen and 11 college transfers, made public their verbal commitments months, weeks, or days in advance. So little drama behind. <coughs> but 
Uh, they got a, a running back from San Jose State and quarterbacks and everything else. So uh, got a couple of local guys, kid from Carlsbad, Modern Day, uh, a couple of kids from Modern Day, one four-star player, Bellevue State uh, defensive back, just a third four-star high school recruit signed by the Aztecs in the past decade. So, look, it's the one thing we said. You got to be able to recruit. Can you get some guys locally? And Coach Lewis did it. So, dude, yeah, credit, excellent. credit to him, man. He closed yeah. like a champion. So, that offense is definitely going to be different watching it. And that quarterback that uh, Paul had on. And, and I watched the thing that Paul had with, with Coach Lewis, and it was good. So, yeah, like I said, I was a complete smart-ass. So <laughs> <laughs> you laugh after you tweet. Yeah. And now I'm like, oh, fuck. Oh, shit. <laughs> but but good, man. I'd, I'll, shit, I'd love to do that. I'll do that a hundred times if I have to because I want to go out. I want to go out and watch asset games. I want to go out and have fun doing it. And if he's able to recruit and get us invested in a couple yeah. of guys that we know their names, shit, man, good for him. So so he made the most of it. That being said, have you seen how bad USC is doing in this? Dude, it's, uh, yeah. I and mean, they're getting killed just in the Big Ten. USC is number 18 ranked right now. And they, yeah. they Now, it's weird because I was looking at ESPN, and ESPN didn't, nobody moved. Like, every one of those that you look at the top 18, yeah. nobody moved. And, like, I was like, well, could State sneak in at 50? Do they do they get in or or... It looks like they wrote that thing about six weeks ago. I'm not making excuses for Lincoln Riley, but when Anthony Lynn's son comes in, they change as defensive coordinator replaces uh, Alex Grinch. They've worked to to improve the D-line and and get some linebackers. I heard Eric Dickerson today, Eric Dickerson and Rodney Pete. And, dude, this hurt. And Rodney Pete's a Trojan. Yeah, that's right. Rodney Pete and Dickerson said the biggest problem with the Trojans, and it's been this way, is they're soft. They are. And guys don't fear the Trojans anymore. And he said what Lincoln Riley refuses to acknowledge is that he doesn't have that dominant linebacker that they had, whether it was Cushing, Ray Maluga, Junior, different guys that have been there in the middle the guys didn't want to go through, going all the way back to Jack Del Rio and others, right? Of course. They don't have a shutdown corner. Nope. And they don't have anybody coming off the edge. No. They've always ignored the defense. Yeah. That's what Lincoln Riley's always done, no yeah. matter where he's been. Pete didn't. I mean, no, Pete. No, not at all. But, so, I don't know, man. I, I Our guy, Antonio Morales, is all over it for the athletic but I, I'm with you, David. You're paying a guy $100 million. Your recruiting class needs to be better than 18. Yeah. You got to own. You got to own. I mean, I, I get you, you no longer own the Pac-12. But now I, you're four, like three or four, four, I think, right now in the Big Ten that I can think of. I saw Ohio State, dude, Michigan, Penn State, all, all ahead of USC. They're all way ahead. Way ahead. Yep. But, I, dude, I felt like Purdue was ahead of them. By the time I, I like, think you're right. Yeah. I think you're right. They were, they were just classes that you were looking at. So, again, I don't know how updated that was because it felt like, and, and maybe it was to the point that the UT wrote, that a lot of these guys had committed. Yeah. This is the early class, by the way. There'll be another one in February. Yeah. 
But so, and, and that I mean, one I'll be. That's the one, Dave. As as he puts the coaching staff in place, but but Malachi Lewis leaving. Yeah, five star quarterback. I get it. When you read that he wasn't picking up on reads, he wasn't able to run. Not the, a good sign. Not a good sign, but it's also not a good sign when you lose a five-star quarterback that came with you from Oklahoma. Yep. But. Yeah, it's been the same rule, same playbook since uh, you got into college. But if the QB is not picking it up and isn't really cutting it. Yeah, that's not a good reputation to have. No. No, not, and, a, not at all. And so, uh, yeah, but but again, like I said. Very, very happy to say congratulations yeah. to Coach Lewis. Yeah, but if anyone's wondering, Georgia's number one right now, which yeah. I'll be honest with you, it surprises me. They just lost 10 five-star guys that opted out that yeah. went the transfer portal. But, so you're like going, what the fuck's going on over in Georgia? But Georgia won, Alabama two. Yeah. Was Michigan three? Michigan's up there. I don't know if they were three. I felt like Ohio State was around four. I think so. Ohio State was. I thought Ohio State might have been three. I don't okay. know, because they, they got a huge one today. But, but. Let's see what those numbers yeah. are like, and see if they get them updated. I, I still think the top five teams are going to be yeah. who they are, but um, like Sark was at six. That's it. Texas was was doing really well. Yeah, he was. He Oklahoma was, doing really well. Yeah, and Oklahoma and Texas just joined the SEC starting next year. Dude, ironically, I think A and M was still up there. That's wild. Yeah. With everything, um, yeah, fun day, but. It's so much different because with yeah. the portal, shit, man, guys can come and go every every and year. That's what Dion said. Dion said the days of pulling guys out of high school is not what we're looking at at all. We're looking for transfer portal guys. Well, you're nuts to waste your time going to high school. Coach Lewis pulled some seniors today. I mean, when yeah. you're the Aztecs, you got to do it, it a little different. Yeah. So good for him, man. Congratulations. Gets people talking, and and that's a good first step. To, to get a little buzz about your program because they're hadn't been and and those are the listen man Absolutely get those right. two quarterbacks Dave those could be the kind of things that sell a few tickets I hope so you have to have yeah. some kind of exciting offense fans want to see offense hey want to mention Alan Taylor Taylor May Pools look we told you Christmas just around the corner at the same time nothing would be better than a Christmas gift of giving the family a pool call Alan Taylor get on his schedule Alan Taylor can help you out ask about available financing look more than twenty years of doing this. The best pools you've ever seen. You got to go to his website and check it out. But Alan Taylor is is amazing, and what he does, I've never seen anything like it. Six one nine four four nine four four five two. Six one nine four four nine four four five two. If you're on about tonight, if you're walking the dog as we record this, um, and you get this, or if you had the chance yeah. on Wednesday night, the rain started, but in and around the rain. It was one of the nicest nights we've probably had in three weeks. Yes. And it would be that perfect fall night to have the pool in the back hanging out. Maybe you're watching the final uh, Survivor, right? Watching Real Housewives. Yeah. You're watching Erica Weston. Man. (laughs) Look at that. You got the last name. Dude, who is that? Yeah, you think about Erica's around here locally and you go, well, shh. There's a whole lot of something you got to put up with. But I that, saw her post tonight that she said people can't believe she's 42. And I was like, is oh, that right? Yeah, she does hold it together pretty well. Oh, she holds it together great. I, I When she said that to us the first time, I'm following Erica Weston. I don't even know who she is. <laughs> commitment. Um, yeah, when she said that, uh, you go, yeah, perfect. But uh, getting back to the weather, so nice and mild out yeah. that if you had that tailor-made pool, be perfect. Little time in the yep. grotto, 
then back out in the pool. Maybe doing some laps. Yep. Getting your cardio up because, you know, the holidays are coming. Look, I was talking to a friend of mine today. We went back and forth. I was abused about my celebrity crush of the day. Were you a Letterman fan? Yeah, of course. Dude, this week, for people that are Letterman, hardcore Letterman fans, you remember what Christmas meant. Because Christmas meant the show, and they I saw the math. I think they did it somewhat close to almost 28 years straight. Two guests on the show. Okay. Jay Thomas. Yeah. Jay Thomas from, from uh, Cheers. Yep. Where he told, did you ever see him tell the Lone Ranger story? Yes. Unbelievable. Jay Thomas tells his story that when he was a radio DJ in, yep. in uh, Charlotte, <clears throat> he was at an appearance for a car dealership. Everybody in radio, we all had to do him. But he's saying he's there with his buddy and the Lone Ranger. Clayton Moore, the original guy, is there as part of the radio promotion. So he said, we got a couple hours to kill. And he goes in the back with his buddy and gets stoned. And now their promotion ends and they're getting ready to leave. And Clayton Moore's just standing there. So they determine they have to drive him to the local motel. They drive him. And in the process, a guy backs into a um, uh, fucking guy. Just says his name. Jay Thomas. Yeah. Jay Thomas's car breaks the headlight. So he said, we start chasing this guy. Like speeding with the Lone Ranger in the back seat. <laughs> and they catch up to the guy. And they go, hey, man, you just broke my headlight. And the guy goes, I did not. And Jay Thomas was like, yes, you did. And the guy goes, uh, Jay Thomas goes, I'm going to call the cops. The guy goes, oh, what are they going to do? They're going to believe me or they're going to believe you two hippies? And to hear the end of it, I tell you, go to YouTube and look up Jay Thomas because it's my favorite story. That's funny. I'm not going to give away the punch. But the other part of that was Darlene Love. Darlene Love would come out and sing uh, Baby, Please Come Home, Christmas. She did it 28 years wow. in a row. And Letterman, um, Paul Schaefer... And Darlene Love recorded something this week for YouTube. Oh, that's cool. And she talked about the fact that her career wasn't really going anywhere. And Letterman loved it. And Letterman said it was one of his favorite shows of the year. And she gets together. She sings it again with Paul Schaefer. I told a friend of mine, I go, I would cut my left oh pinky my off tonight. Darlene Love, Dave? Yeah. 82. <laughs> And this friend of mine said, okay. I said, don't say okay to me. Two years older than Al Michaels. Al's Al's not 80. Al's 80. Al is 80. Darlene Love still brings it. I fucking brings it. I would I would go pinkyless. You could call me dude without it, even if you took that and you were just like, hey stump, I wouldn't care. Make your jokes. I'm moving in with Darlene Love. She's my celebrity pool. Oh, that's sad. It's not sad. I can't take that's it. Sad. That's sad. Oh, she'd be great. Look at that. I could drive like that. Sure you could. Yeah. Sure you could. And drive. Couldn't open a jar of pickles. Wait, no, I, I use it there. <laughs> oh, I'm right-handed. right-handed, you'd be okay. That's why I cut my left pinky off. Ugh. Now you might say, what are you going to do in March? Because she's going to sing in December. I'll worry about that in March. <laughs> hey, they got new prosthetics. I don't need a prosthetic. 
No. Can you imagine a prosthetic for your pinky? Yeah, people say, what happened? That's the price I paid for love. (laughs) Nice. You've been hanging out for too long. Who? Yeah. Hey, I want to mention Faber to Miguel and the great guys over at Bright Bail Bonds. Like Bright Bail Bonds is willing to help you out when you make a bad decision or somebody you know makes knows makes a bad decision, whether it's the Christmas holidays or guess what? New Year's. Yeah. Things get a little crazy as well. 24-7 assist. Any jail, anytime in California. Make sure your Bright Bail Bonds are the people that you call to get you out of jail fast. 888-669-0295. That number again, Bright Bail Bonds, 888 888- Six six nine zero two nine five. Sunday, I'm at the Rams game with my son, Cade. Yeah. Said, you know what I like about these games? Because I'm not really in on the Rams, yeah. but it's his favorite team. And uh, I love Sean McVay. Me too. I, I just think he's great. But Stafford and Cup and and few of the rest of the guys Nakua. on that team. Oh, right. Uh, Kyron Williams. Yep. I mean, studs, man. Considering they... they We're supposed to tank this year. Right now, they're a playoff team. Yeah. Handcuffed by all the picks they've traded over yep. the years. Really fun. But I said to Kate, I go, the thing I love about these games is everywhere you looked, man, there were families. Like kids. Yeah, I've 10. never been to a Rams game at SoFi. Dude, kids like 10, 11, 12 years old with their parents, smiling, dancing, doing yep. all the fun stuff. And you go, I said to Kate, I go, dude, this is great. Because you go to a Charger game and all their goon fans and, and there's shit everywhere, whether it's the Charger fans or somebody else. It goes, I'm an enjoyable. Dave, I hadn't said it, and all of a sudden I look over, and a guy in a Cooper Cup jersey is getting into it with oh. security. I'm not goddamn moving. <laughs> you move. <laughs> so Kate and I are watching, and I'm dying laughing, right? Because I go, oh, shit, here we go. Yeah. And he's got this big, stupid beard. I'm not goddamn moving. And we, we can hear him. He's yelling. Next thing you know, get the fuck out of here, Good. Cooper. Get out of here, Cooper. They got him. Arm bar. Jack. Hey, hey, hey. Not so high. He's all mad. And I go, hey, fuck face. 888-669-0295. Because <laughs> you're out. Shit like for it. brains. Shit for brains. Now, <laughs> Did you I, call him shit for brains yeah. on the way up? Now, I'll tell you why I couldn't be a bail bondsman. Yeah. Because in that moment, I judged him. Yeah, you did. You know, wouldn't have judged him, Fabian and Miguel. Miguel. True. That's why they're bright. Bright bail bonds. Bright is a morning smile. 888-669-0295. If you know Cooper Cup, he's probably out by now. Yeah. But if somebody you know makes one bad decision, look out. You're going away. But the guys who can help you get out, Fabian Miguel, Bright Bail Bonds, 888-669-0295. All right. I want to mention Kyle Fluger. Kyle Fluger is a guy to help you with websites, everything else that Kyle does. Kyle's a really good dude. At the same time, he's going to give you 10% off his services if you tell him Dave and Jeff sent you. Mithralmedia.io, that's how you get in touch with them. But his phone number is 619-500-6621, 619-500-6621. Before you say anything, got to mention this story here because okay. fuck it. Okay, that's where I'm at right now on this whole thing. I told you I had big things planned for Jake's projects. And I mentioned Kyle in this commercial because oh, yeah. Kyle's done so much for Jake's projects, jakesprojects.org. He built the website. He's on the board, the whole deal. Had a deal set up this year. Remember the whole, uh, when we did the stuff with Junior, we did the Shop with the Jock? Yeah. We had a deal set up with Shop with a Coach where we're going to take in every school. Hey, and- let's go. Where are we going? <laughs> Not that coach. Shit. It was every school in the South Bay, 
set up where they were going to nominate players from every every school, girls and boys. They're going to be 18 boys, 18 girls. I like that. And going to shop with a coach, okay? And it all set up. And it was all set up through Dick's Sporting Goods, okay? So nice. what I said to Dick's was, look, I'm not asking for anything. I don't want any discounts. What I want is, I want you first, I asked, will you open the doors an hour earlier or an hour later, hour late? Yeah. Stay open. I'm going to give every kid money, and we're going to spend $7,200 in one hour. Oh, love All it. I'm asking you to do is let the kids shop at your store. Yeah. Okay, let them pick whatever they want, whether it's shoes, baseball clothes. I don't know what the hell they're going to pick. Probably shoes. Doesn't matter. It's going to give each kid a chance at the Christmas holiday, a chance to uh, to spend money that was raised through the great people who have donated Jake's projects. Yeah. Dick Sporting Goods. We aren't opening any fucking doors early. We aren't going to open the doors late. You want to shop, you shop uh, during our normal Shut the times. fuck up. Not even the worst part yet. I said, fine. At this point, I'm like, fine, fuck it. We're going to come in right when the doors open up. We'll be ready to go. My only stipulation I asked for is I wanted it on KUSI. Yeah. Because the reason I wanted the promotion is I wanted people to see what Jake's Projects is doing. And yeah. then hopefully more people donate so we can do it again next year. Right. It went push and shove, Jeff, for two months, dude, that I've been going back and forth with corporate way ahead outside of San Diego. And the answer was no. They would not They would not open the doors. I go, this is the easiest $7,200 you're going to make in yeah. one hour. And it's going to help out a community. <clears throat> the entire Sweetwater School District. Yeah. They said fucking no. Don't they have a big five down here? Yeah, but big five isn't, it's not, it's not, it's not big. No offense to big five. You aren't, they aren't big enough. I got you it. Know? But I, I was super irritated by it. So it was a whole promotion we had planned, been working on this thing for months. But I was like, there's no point without media attention because we need people to do yeah. it. We want to do it every year. Yeah. And so my point of mentioning this is Kyle, of course, is, has been uh, working really hard with me on this and really good guy. At the same time, fuck Dick Sporting Goods. And that's how I feel right now. I was like, dude, I'm trying to give you $7,200 and, and make a difference in the community, but they couldn't do it. But like the local general manager couldn't get it done? The local general manager sent me to a corporate person in Los Angeles. Dude, back and forth. These emails and phone calls have been insane. It's taken up dude, so much ridiculous. of my fucking time trying to do the right thing and do something so nice stupid. for the holidays. And, it, dude, I want to thank the, the coaches, man. And the Sweetwater School District have been fantastic. They already knew who they were going to nominate. Thank God they didn't sit there and tell... All the girls and boys right. who you wore. Yeah. Very frustrating. We'll do something in the spring. We'll figure it out and, yeah. and give back. But again, as we're here, we are in the holidays and so many people have been great. Uh, Billy especially has been uh, the number one person that donates over and over again. All of a sudden money will just show up because he's always looking out for the kids. But very frustrated this time of year. We weren't able to follow through because Dick Sporting Goods was a, a bad partner that I was chasing for way too long. So anyway, fuck those guys. That's, how, need, that's where I'm at. Do we need to egg the store? Hey, that's on that's on you and then make sure you hundred dollars throw the eggs. And then keep can match it and then keep favoring Miguel's yeah. number in your pocket. That's We're all working together on this shit, thing. The way prices are going, that gets about no shit. thirty one eggs. <laughs> 31 dude, that eggs. sucks. But I, yeah. I would go, dude, there's gotta be somebody. Dude, I'm tired. I went to the person that handles all of California over and over again, man. She would not fucking budge. Dude, she you would not budge. And I said, you got to go to Target or something. We're, we're, we're working with other partners right now. Yeah. Just, just uh, very, very frustrating. Target Target was great yeah, when they, they partnered were. with Junior. They were. And, you know? and kids can get everything. Yeah. There. And hey, that's the thing. So, yeah. I mean, come on, man. You got to think about who your, who your fucking uh, clientele is. You're telling me those people wouldn't come back and go to the same damn store when they actually needed something another way? I'm giving you the money. They're going to go spend their own money. And you're getting a free commercial. Um, 
along those lines, just want to remind you that coming up at Valentine's Day, yeah, I'm going to have shop with Lisa Ann and Mrs. I Martinez. Like I like it. We're going to do it at Little Darlings, and we're looking for uh, single dads over the age of 40 <laughs> that have put up with enough bullshit. And uh, my brother's setting up the buffet. Yeah. So it's going to be great. It's going to make you a plate. He's going to make a plate for everybody. That'd be great. Your chance to meet Nina Hartley, Missy Martinez, Lisa Ann. Yeah. Who else would be there? That's enough. That's pretty good. Yeah. Missy Martinez is underrated. It's good. Uh, who are you telling? From what I heard. Uh, I have one thing before we get to five questions. Yeah. Do you have anything that you were incredibly late to the party on where everybody got it, everybody hyped it up. You're like, oh, Dude, I don't really I need what, this. I don't, okay, that's funny you said that. I have no, like, FOMO. I'm no, I never have a fear of missing out on anything. Right. But I do have a fear of not being up to date on what's going on, whether it's not music, but exactly. I, I, I think I'm pretty tech savvy. As yeah. my kid tells me, I'm not. Yeah. Dude, I just don't want to be that old guy at some point where I'm calling my kid or having to YouTube everything on how to do things. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, that's that's my biggest fear. Uh, on things change so fast. Like, are you using like ChatGPT or AI or anything like I, that? I don't use any of that. But it happened to me last night. Okay, and so I mentioned it. Like, yeah. I I travel for work. A lot of trips coming up this year. Most like LA, I can just drive. But but a handful I got to fly, and when I fly, it's long. Yeah, and so I remember, dude. This had to be like shit, 10, 12 years ago. My wife got me um, uh, an iPad. Yeah. And, dude, it was just, you know, it's like the little one, like the size yeah. of your phone. And um, to watch movies. Yeah. And I fucking didn't use it, didn't use it, didn't use it. And then she goes, I had to travel. She's like, hey, just, just give it to me. She charged it up. Fucking put like four movies on it. And then I was like, God damn, so stupid, right? And so the other day, we had our Christmas party yeah. at work. And dude, they get, I mean, it was insane. It's, it's just so great. And, and all the guys, Mark Wilkins, Sammy Nair, Ernie. Yeah. Like, it's just fun to see all the guys that, that we know that are part of that team up there now. And at the end, dude, we have a couple hundred people. They do a raffle. They pull my name. 200 cash. Nice. So I had 200 cash, and Jack and I are out last night, and we're at Best Buy. I go, hey, I got to run, do a couple of things. David walked by, and they had uh, Beats, yeah. Pro Session 3s, yeah. wireless, 99 bucks. Okay. And I go to Jack. I go, you know what, man? Like when I fly, yeah, I've got. You love them, and you won't hear got, a damn thing on that plane, right? I got beat earbuds, yeah. But dude, when you're on a five-hour flight, like the yeah. earbuds are kind of like the first ones that they did. So they go over your ear. They're super yeah. clean, but you still have the baby and everything else. I said, to Jack, I, you know what, dude? Fuck it, <laughs> fuck it. He goes, Dad, get them. And the other pair I have of Beats, they're, they're plug-in. Well, yeah. you can't fucking plug it into your phones anymore. You can't plug, you plug it into this goddamn thing that we're doing the show on. Well, Why no, don't you bring but it down here? But I'm saying when I'm flying. Okay. 
Dude, the guy's like 112, 30 bucks for two years of Apple Care, which I love, yeah. even though I got an Android, but when I had an iPhone. So I go home last night, I'm like, well, fuck it. And I actually set him up. Good. God damn it. I just, I was laughing because yeah. I remember guys walking around. You probably saw it too, where you would see anybody, where they're at the mall, guys walking around and they had those wireless beats and you're like, nah, I'm fine with what I got. And then you plug him in, you're like, fuck, man, that is really, really nice. And it's probably should have been part of Dan Williams' spot where you go borrow smart, repay smart. But yeah, it was just kind of funny because I go, well, everybody's had them for, I don't know, four or five years. Yeah. But to get them and you go, fuck, yeah, no more screaming little brats. So <laughs> did you, I was just wondering, did you have anything that you were late to the party on? No, not, not tech-wise, no. I mean, right now I, I use uh, when I'm on the baseball field by myself, ear pods, you know, and I t- phone yeah. calls and everything through them. Yeah. You know, the funny thing is I'll say this. I listen to a ton of podcasts. Do you? Yeah. I, Do you like, listen to Adam Curry? No, I don't. I don't. Okay. I listen to a lot of, I mean, right now I'm listening to just a lot of baseball guys. You know what I mean? I'm just, yeah. just a ton of uh, base because I'm always curious to know what's, what's going on with different teams. But right now, I just I'm in the the baseball mode. Uh, give one to people that I think there's a handful of you. I'm thinking about Pete and Angel, Dan, a bunch of you. There's one that I fell in today called L.A. Radio Sessions, and it's a bunch of different things. They have a guy that I was telling you uh, two weeks ago. I went up to L.A. Yeah. and I saw the lady uh, Lori Kay who interviewed John Lennon. They have this guy who does a show who on that night went home and fired a tape into his cassette player and went all around the L.A. radio dial on the night John Lennon was killed. Oh, wow. And it's all the radio coverage from KMET, KFI. And Dave, it is so crystal clear. Like, it was really amazing to hear the people in the moment. I I shared it with Frank Anthony and Roy Robertson tonight. Because Frank was telling me he was the overnight guy at B100. Frank just sent me. Hang on. Dude, I'll tell you this because this is pretty cool. Like, how cool is this? This, So I said to these guys, have you ever heard it? Frank, I hope you don't mind. He goes, I'll never forget that night. I was doing overnights at the time. And our program director had left instructions not to verge from the regular format. I played the first scheduled song, which was Steely Dan's Hey 19, and said, screw it. I played Beatles and Lennon songs the rest of the night. God, I'm so goddamn blind. Sorry, everybody. Rest of the night. uh, Took calls and did the best I could to help process what had just happened. Back then, radio could help you grieve such a monumental loss and get on with your life as a community. He's absolutely right. It's my biggest complaint about radio. Dave, I know you feel the same way. On those particular days, Dave and I were on the air at KFNB on Columbine night, on 9-11, and on those kind of nights, man, where you have the local personalities, which we no longer have yeah. at night when something happens, uh, it is. It, it's it's my favorite thing I have is a movie poster from the movie Talk Radio, the, the Eric Bogosian, Oliver Stone. And it says, the last neighborhood in America is Talk Radio. Frank, I hope you don't mind I shared that. But if you're a radio person, to go back and hear it, and it's just so raw and emotional, uh, L.A. Radio Sessions, it's called, and, oh, wow. and find it. But, ah, oh, it's so good, man. Radio at its best. That's cool. That's cool. No, um, I haven't talked to Frank in a long time. Doing good, I guess, right? Love those dudes, man. Good. Good deal. All right, here we go. How old are they and how much are they worth? Only have three of them. We're going okay. Christmas Eve. We're going December 24th. Okay. Ryan Seacrest. Oh, dude, that's a good one. 
That's a good one, trying to think of what he is. Let's say he's 48. 49, pretty good. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say 400 million. Close. 400, well, close. 450 million. Wow. Like 50 million's nothing. But yeah. yeah. Next one, Ricky Martin. Ricky Martin. I'll say 53. 52. Uh, I'll say 80 million. 130 million. Dude, not bad. That was uh, more than I expected, I'll be honest with you. Yeah. Last one, Dr. Fauci. Fauci. <laughs> I like when you go into Coronado in that fucking house on the left. Arrest Fauci. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> I'm just trying to go to Danny's. Not arrest him. I'm not even a cop. Fuck it, I try to arrest him. <laughs> I'm not even a cop. What do you want me to do? I don't know where he lives. In Coronado. <laughs> go knock on his door. Go. What do you want me to do? Where does he live? Uh, yeah, what? All right, I'll do it. Where does he live? Yeah, let's go. Come on, tough guy. Let's go. Put your tool belt on. Fauci is amazing. I, In the sense that I literally have no idea. That guy could be 50 or 90. I'm going to split the difference. I'm going to say he's uh, 78. 83. 83. Dude, money-wise, this is another great one. I fuck, I don't know, $4 million? $11 million. All right. Okay, here we go. Five random questions brought to you by Josh. Okay. Here we go. What's your favorite compliment that you've uh, received? Um. Well, I think it's always nice when people say you're a good dad, but I think you're, I think just being invested in your kids helps, right? I yeah. mean, it's not like it, dude, it's so much fun. Um. My favorite one was when guys that I really, really like, guys I respected in radio, got the show. That's cool. Right? Yeah. Rickards, Frank, Pat, Roy, Chainsaw. Dude, and, and all those guys. Dude, Jeff Detrow, really early on from Jeff and Jer, yeah, would hype this up. They Mark would. Jagger and Christie. Like those guys, because it's really, really nice. But it, it's the people. Um, dude, I remember, you know, we talk about Darren a lot. And uh, Darren, Stevie Woods, some of those guys. But I remember the night that I was in here uh, uh, after the, the day I dropped Kate off. Yeah. Dude, I was fucked up in the head. And Darren and I, I told you, Darren, yeah. dude, took me to... to uh, Dive bar down on Morena, high dive, and just was incredibly cool about that show, which was incredibly difficult. So, yeah, I just i I think that I think when the peers who you who you trust and you look up to kind of yeah. understood what you were trying to do, that that was always it. What about you? Yeah, I tell you what, this uh, this job's not not easy. I look, I don't recommend it to anyone. I remember Steve Mason was the first guy I worked for. You know, um, you know, Mason, Ireland, people know, you know, obviously up in L.A. and remember him from San Diego. But I did my internship with him. Dude, when you're trying to make it in this business, you do anything at any time. I mean, so Mason show was seven to twelve, five hour show. Fuck. And man, I by himself. No, no. We didn't. Well, Schwartz will tell you it's by himself. It was with Rick Schwartz most of the time. Right. And then they had fights all the time. You know, he wouldn't refuse to talk. It was like just crazy shit. Yeah. Um. But but Mason was 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 great. But either way, I was like, man, I'm I'm in radio. Like, cause I'm gonna yeah. work on Dave Marcus every night. You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had to go pick the carts every go commercial break. Em. What a pain in the go get them. I had to turn what around. What are you doing? 
That's what are you it. still doing here? Put these away. So, uh, so alphabetized. <laughs> there were numbers, remember? Yeah, all one, those crazy numbers one on them. Twenty-four. Yeah. <laughs> Twenty-eight. And so, man, just so many things that were freaking tough. Whether it was that, I mean, at the time I was still going to San Diego State. Josh was just born. Yeah. It was like, dude, wasn't sleeping for shit, but man, I wanted uh, to to make it. And then I started driving to LA for like nothing. Dude, so, that was crazy. I was driving to LA every day. I'd leave at two in at two in the morning. I mean, two in the afternoon, come back at two in the morning. I'm doing Laker Clipper games. Most of the time I was doing them for free. Yeah. And at most when I got paid, I was making twenty five dollars. Like I, when I, I was met losing you, money. Because yeah. I was at a party at right. Crystals. Yeah. Back behind uh, McGregor's. McGregor's. Maria, Patty, yeah. and you stopped by on the way down. Yeah. Dude, you were still you still had to get down here. Dude, it was Fuck. It, it was nuts, man. That's crazy. I did that for a long time. Oh, I couldn't believe you were doing that. So I was like, seriously, making twenty five dollars when I got paid from us. Yeah, it KFMB. was from B from KFMB, and it was it was ridiculous. A lot of things you do where it's seven days a week and it's for, for no money, and you're trying to tell your family, hey, look, there's an ending to this, right? And nobody believes in you, you know? And I'll, and I'll tell you what, it's not something I'd recommend to anyone when people say, I want to get in the business. I go, not this one. Yeah, um, not unless you're about 19. Yeah, and so I remember things were things were like hard. And uh, my sister-in-law, Patty, who said to me, uh, hey, I just want to let you know, just stop me and said, hey, I just want to let you know, I'm proud of you. Oh, that's cool. And I, man, I, I told her this last year on her birthday. Her birthday was uh, December 18th, but I told her last year. And I said, you know what? I've never forgotten you saying that to me. No one, no, outside of my grandmother, no one's ever said that to me. So, but it went yeah. such a long way of to keep going and, yeah. and pushing through. And I know you always tease me on Twitter when I'll say it about the kids that I coach that I'm proud of them. Yeah. Because it's, it's not oh, easy. No. It's not easy. But that's, uh, that, that's it, man. It was that, that compliment was probably the best one I received in my life. I will say this outside of radio, the one I just yeah. thought of. I went to work for, for, uh, uh, what the fuck were we called? Because we were we were part of Chase, but it was like uh, Homecoming's financial. Yeah. And my job was to try to keep people out of foreclosure. But I was the guy who ultimately made the determination if you were going into foreclosure. So I got, like, when I started, I had, like, Palm Beach, so it was dudes with money. And then I hit my numbers on Palm Beach. And I was like, well, this is easy. These fuckers all got money. And they gave me uh, St. Louis, Missouri. And part of it, I had Ferguson, where the riots were. But when I, yeah. I had it before the riots took place. And it was, look, the majority of the people that lived there were African-American. And it was not a high-income territory. And a lot of them, the mortgage payments were about 150 bucks. So for any of you that have had a house and hopefully you never have to do this, but for me, you came across my desk when you were 75 days past due. That means you missed your July payment, you missed your August payment, and now it's September 15th. Yeah. And I have to make a determination from September 15th to October 1st if I'm saving you or if you're, if you're getting the hook. Well, what they never really understood was I made money by keeping you on the books. We didn't want a deed in lieu. We didn't want you to turn the key over to us. We didn't want to have to have an REO, which is um, real estate owned, because now we're responsible for mowing the lawn, making sure nobody's breaking the windows. And so 
they sent me to Ferguson, Missouri, because I had 87, not 87, that's too high. It was like probably 47 people that I had to meet with in a week. And I go in, Dave, and it, it's me. I had a guy who was on the ground who lived in the neighborhood, and he was black. And here I come, white kid from San Diego, not married, no kids, doesn't know shit. And, dude, they fucking hated me. Yeah, Hated me. And I got in there on Monday. You're the man. When people are saying yeah. to let the man keep you down, you were the man. I was the man. And, dude, we got in. I wish I could remember this guy's name. I I, I think about him a lot, but I, I can't remember his name. And we had a little storefront, and people just started coming in. And, dude, you know, I've, I've told you, we got to go through your bank statements. And, man, we're cutting and slashing and doing everything. And of I think of forty seven people, we probably saved forty three. Like awesome. it was insane. And on that last Friday, I was there like Monday through Friday. And the guy I was with goes, "Hey man, what's your plan for tomorrow?" I go, "Fuck, I'm gonna sleep. I'm fried." He goes, "No, no, no." He goes, "Be here at 11. He goes, "Be here at eleven. And I came, and the the people that were there did a did a potluck. That's awesome. And they all came together, and and it was just fuck, man. You got grown men that oh, yeah. are crying. Dude, that's better than the radio compliment. No, I got it. But I mean, and the thing was, Dave, because really the only thing I've ever thought I was meant to do was do this. Yeah. And and it's just just having people that work with you, and maybe it's communication, and just saying, yeah. look, man, I don't get shit if I don't save your house. Like we got to figure this out. They're all fucking out too. Yeah. And, and just sense of humor, letting them know, hey, like, I got your back. But, yeah, when you go in and it's fucking pecan pie and sweet potato pie and yeah. chicken and just people. Dude, it was great. That's so, cool. yeah. That's awesome, Fun man. day. That's a good story. All right, here we go. Next question for you. Okay. <laughs> Do you think your squaring is a problem? Yes. <laughs> Do you really? Yes. Fuck, I don't. It's obnoxious. Dave, when you meet, uh, when you meet Laura's mom. Yeah. Leslie and her dad, Sal, who are just, I, I don't know what happened with her. She's a troubled child. We know that. But Sal and Leslie are just the nicest people in the world. And you're talking and you're visiting about what they're doing. I talk books with, with Leslie. I talk radio with Sal. And then they say, ah, you know, checked out a few of those podcasts. Oh God! Oh God! Don't do it. Hey, yeah, yeah. You guys get a little candid. No, we just get candid because we've been the same two idiots yeah. for twenty six years. Yes, the huge problem. It when you hear it back, I hear it back, and and I hope we've gotten. Uh, I, I wouldn't say better, but but ah, uh, yeah, I. Not anything I'm proud of. It just happens in the moment. I'm so sorry to everybody. Are you concerned about no, your swearing? No, not at all. I, I don't, no, no, I, I'm not. I, dude, it's it's a, it's a release. It's just the way it is, man. I cuss a lot when things don't go my way. I don't cuss at the school. I'm yeah. In my head, I drop fuck eight million times when I'm watching these games, but I don't ever say it. We had a guy today, like I don't really deal with, I run the I run the department, but yeah. I don't deal with day to day customers anymore. But there's a guy that that I've known for like six years. He's, yeah. he's a good enough guy. But he told our team today that he was offended that I didn't call him directly when his 
issue got taken taken care of. Yeah. I'm like, all right. And then he determined that, you know, we could just put this all to bed if I just sent him like 2,800 worth of product. And I go, what the fuck did he say like, to my team? <laughs> what the fuck did he say? And they were dying because Jason and Jimmy hear this. <laughs> yeah. But the other three were like, whoa. I go, he's out of his fucking mind. I go, I'm going to call him right now and be like, hey, yeah, you're out of your fucking mind. You. <laughs> but it's a guy that I know, and, and I can yell at him in Toronto, and I'll be fine. But, yes, it's embarrassing. Oh, my gosh. No, I don't, I don't feel, feel oh, bad about it. I do. All right, here we go. What is, uh, what's the most overrated breakfast food? I like that. Uh, uh, I have a relative, my dad. And I go, hey, what's going on? And he was out. It was like 9 o'clock at night. He was going to Norm's. He goes, I'm going to Norm's. I love Norm's. And I just drove by at Norm's the yeah. other day. I was laughing, thinking about you. Because um, Kate and I were going to eat yeah. on Saturday. I saw Norm's. I was like, you and I up there working seven days. Yeah. I go, my dad, I go, you going to Norm's? Jeff, I'm telling you, 9 o'clock at night, man. There's something about a bowl of oatmeal. I go, what happened to you? We should go to the... I go, we used to go to the Roxy, the Rainbow. I go, what happened? The whiskey? I go, you go to the Norse for, and my dad was dying. Hey, I could still do that. I'm just telling you. I go, I, we are not having any more of this conversation. <laughs> I go, you've been the rock and roller my entire life. But I go, what? Ah, don't knock it. I go, I'm knocking every aspect of this dumb that story. That is funny as hell. I'm going to put, uh, I hate to do it to my dad. Because he's coming down for Christmas, but oatmeal, overrated. Dude, oat, I'm always hungry after oatmeal. I don't understand. People say, oh, I eat oatmeal for breakfast. I'm like, and you eat two hours later? I'm, gonna tell you I'm this, always hungry. I don't have a lot of phobias. Yeah. I, I don't even know if it's a phobia. Dude, people eating cereal next to you, slurping and doing all that shit. Calm down. That shit. Would you relax? Pounding Cheerios, or Raisin Bran. What's those little... Wheat thins. Hey, they're normal on this side. They're frosted on the other. Well, how exciting. It's only half of it that's good. It's frosted side. How exciting. How exciting for you. But, like, we go and uh, go. I can't say much. I'll tell you after Christmas. Go ahead. Well, because. I got you. I got you. um, But you end up at hotels. And and sometimes I try to book hotels, especially if I'm with my boys. Where they have like the breakfast buffet in the morning. Yeah. Pretty cool. You save some dough. God, you go to some of these places, man. You sit next to those guys. Like, did you just get out of the big house? Like, maybe slow down on the Cheerios there. <laughs> yeah. For me, it's English muffins. I cannot stand English muffins, man. Really? That's Dude, funny. I fucking hate them. It's funny. A friend of mine, I said this to her. She said, what are you talking about? They're like my favorite. And and I go, I can't stand them. It's just, it's the bread's too, too much. The bread's not good. She's telling me to put some jelly on it. Like I would need a whole jar of jelly, like a whole jar of Smucker's strawberry to get through an English muffin. I cannot stand English muffins. Uh, you know what I think though, Dave? If I give you this one, you may t- you may know I'm right. I think if you really thought about it, you would take the English muffin over a croissant. No, that's not at all. I love croissants. Okay, but when you go somewhere to Starbucks, yeah, 
and you just want to get a croissant with your coffee, dude, they're like five bucks. Yeah, but I never go to Starbucks. I'm a guy that never goes to Starbucks. I've never gone to Starbucks by myself. That, uh, you buy that pack of like 40 at Costco? Are you that 40? The croissant guy? Yeah. Nah, dude, I'll kill you. No, I don't. But I'll have uh, J- a Jimmy Dean croissant, egg, and sausage sandwich in the morning. Oh, okay. So the frozen. 40. I'll throw that for a minute, 15 seconds. <laughs> that won't kill you. No. No, I don't do the 40. Yeah, because I could eat 8 million croissants and go, that was good. And then go, what yeah. did I just do? Wait, the Jimmy Dean one, do you keep that cheese on there or you take it off? No, nah, it's on there, dude. It's too hard to pull off. He, he keeps breaking off into pieces. It's stuck on that sausage. Yeah, yeah I'm not yeah. a fan of the cheese. I don't like American cheese. No. Yeah, I'm, I'm not an American cheese fan at all. All right. There, there you go. I, I don't know. Are you an American cheese guy? No. Remember like, those craft singles? Your mom uh, ever buy those? Like, what the fuck are you buying this for? The only time you use them is if you're making a grilled cheese. For fuck a that. Still got to go cheddar. That's fine, too. Damn it. All right. Next question. How old do you feel? Oh, that's good. That's good. Um, well, there's a difference between <laughs> how I feel right now yeah. and how I feel I know. You just got her to the hospital. I got a busted shoulder. <laughs> yeah. Not, dude, not bad. I don't feel bad either. That's the thing. Honestly, I feel like I'm in my 30s. Yeah. I feel good. The one thing that I did that's been great is, and my son Cade did this, and I yeah. followed his lead. Dude, like two months ago, he stopped drinking soda. Yeah. I told you, Josh has not had a soda since probably 2003. Dude, that's incredible. Yeah. It changes everything. Yeah. I always ask for that water cup. Yeah. It's really good. So uh, that's really good. But, and it, dude, yeah. Um, but not bad. Yeah. I'm not, are you on any meds at all? asthma medicine and blood pressure medicine okay well i guess i as well as i tell you i feel i literally take medicine on the bottle it says for heart attack and stroke well you haven't had one i haven't had one it's working they so feel good it's working kudos to that you. guy it bums me out every time i have to take it take it every day every time i see that fucking bottle it bums me out how many pills one 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 but it's, it started once uh once jake passed my oh, blood yeah. pressure just shot through the roof oh, i can't i can't shake Crazy. it i can't get my blood pressure done i'm following that chick on I know. instagram man. <laughs> Um, <laughs> How many followers does she have? I don't know. I, but I hang around, and then it's weird with Instagram when you follow people because then you get nine. Like Instagram feels like they have to send you their last night out, true. and then I get bored, and then I stop following people. By the way, which person in San Diego do you think has the most Instagram followers? That's good. I know you didn't watch the on there the other day. That's why it was on there. Oh, that's good. Um, it's pretty amazing, actually. Dude, is it Shally? It's Shally. It's not even close, dude. Really? 1.4 million. Dude, she's really involved with the Persian community, yeah. too. Not not that... She, I mean, she's been on Fox 5 for yeah. forever. And her and Raul, man, I mean, there's not really... They've been together longer than probably I mean, dude, anybody, that's right? That's half the people in San Diego County. Yeah, but I bet she's got a lot from the Persian community. You're probably right. Because she's been very vocal with everything going on over there. Yeah. That's wow, good wild. for her. That's cool. All right. Uh, next question. Okay. Would you rather have $50 million or have the ability to teleport? <laughs> 50 million. Me too. The fuck am I going to be doing? I'm going to be broke. Listen, teleporting into the bank, stuff in my pockets. <laughs> Shit. Am I, how did I fuck up this decision? <laughs> the camera on. Fuck up this decision. Fuck was I thinking? I'm a Buck Rogers. I'm fuckhead Rogers. <laughs> not helping my swearing no, tonight. No, not at all. You dropped already about four swear words. No, since I know. That question. I'm sorry, sound less. There you go. All right, man, we're done. 
All right, that's it. Uh, we will not be here Sunday. No, it's Christmas Eve. It's Christmas Eve. We will not be here Monday. Christmas Day. Um, if anything happens, like if the pods make something that interests us. Yeah, otherwise, as soon as we come back, it's the 27th of December if something happens. Yeah, I mean, I'm off all day Tuesday. I'm off the 26th, too. So if anything happens, we could potentially yeah. do a show then especially because the next couple of weeks after that get a little tight. Yep. But if not, then, uh, yeah, I don't know. Just keep an eye. It'll show up. We'll be back here at some point. We'll have something stupid to say. (laughs) But, uh, Dave, for you, for your family, I get it. Every year, man, people always say the same thing. How's Dave doing? I I appreciate that. We aren't doing good this time of year at all. It's it's tough because it's birthday, it's Mother's Day, it's Father's Day, it's the anniversary, it's his birthday. Like, yeah, yeah, there's yeah. You just try to you just try to get through. You know, let me ask you this question. I had a conversation with Rita today. We um, because you know this is the time of year you get Christmas cards in the mail every day. We used to send Christmas cards out all the time. Used to get Uh them from us all the time. Since Jake passed, we're we're done. We don't send Christmas cards out. I don't know if we ever send another one out again. Um, maybe when Josh has a kid, yeah. you know, otherwise we have zero interest in sending any of them out. But I, I was wondering because you were on that list that you always got one that I wonder if people think, Hey, how come I'm not on their list anymore? Or do they think they under, do you think people understand why we don't hundred percent? And if they don't, then that's yeah. on them hundred percent. Yeah. I didn't even think about it till tonight. I go, but nobody thinks that we just took them off the list because they aren't important to us. No, what we're yeah. going to lead with on Wednesday, if we don't have, uh, any Padre signings, is what's the proper way to dispose of a Christmas card and when can you dispose of it? Yeah, it's a good one. Because you can't... Dude, I'm always afraid that if you throw it away... Someone's going to come to your house and say, where's the Christmas card? Well, or somebody, you know, one of those guys rifling through the trash to get recycling, and then all of a sudden, you know, they go in and they pull out the Don Orsillo card (laughs) showing off the three Red Sox rings. Hey, Don, who'd you send, send a card? I don't think Dewey Evans lives over here. <laughs> I, sent, I sent one to Jeff. Well, it's the 26th. It's in the trash. Well, he's off the list. Pomeranz is back on. <laughs> I'm like, but then you're like, well, shit, you can't throw it away. Yeah. And then you're like, well, just tear it up. Fuck, there's babies and dogs on there. What That's kind true. of sick bastard are you? That's true. Their family's on there. And then you're like, well, you can't, well, you're going to put them below the eggs? That seems disrespectful, too. And then you're like, Shredder. Shredder, this isn't Fargo. We're not throwing guys in the, I don't know what to do with them. When people send them to us, we do put them somewhere. Like, we display them, every single one. It's so nice, right? But, like, I, I, I got one today because I got the mail. Yeah. And Rita's in the kitchen, and I'm going through the mail, and I'm opening them up. And there's one of this giant letter of everything that happened to you during the year. I didn't even read it, and I crumpled it into a ball, and I threw it right Dude. in the trash. And she goes, what are you doing? And she goes, yeah. you aren't going to read it? I go, I'm 100% Who not going to fucking read, read it? it. And she goes, you threw it right in the trash. We're not even giving up one paragraph. I go, right we, in the trash. We were done. I, I Dave hit on something perfect. Before you sit down to your typewriter or your word processor, yeah. whatever you have, and you're like, well, where should I start? Don't. Nobody cares. Yeah. Let's see. Went on a road trip to Chicago and you got chlamydia. I could then tell me the story. Dude, <laughs> if you got a new dog, put the dog. We got my, my boy's got a new cat, Clyde. Yeah. We told you about yeah. Clyde the Glide. Dude, the Glide's great. 
Nobody sees the glide on social media. Like, we have friends all the time. Uh, no offense to Bernie Wilson. <laughs> dude, because I, I love it, dude. I'm a dogging dog, cats. Yeah, I love them all. Hey, here's the catter day. Dude, Clyde's never once been seen anywhere. He just fucking hangs out, stinks up the room. Yeah. Plays with my dog, Ruby. He loves the old hound dog, and she loves him. That's it. Nobody, nobody, Clyde's nowhere. People yeah. ask, how's he doing? He's fine. There's not a, there, nobody out here has to worry about me sending you anything. And then in September, Clyde joined the family. <laughs> Boring! <laughs> God damn, you egomaniacs. Good for you, Dave. The only thing I want to see next year for your New Year's resolution is when you get those. Yes. You you read them here. <laughs> read, read them all on there. Yeah, oh, that'd be funny as shit. Dude, bring it in here because I will, I will judge it. Funny as shit, dude. I gotta tell you something funny. We're we're sitting there, Rita and I. The one show we're watching right now, and I've never watched it ever. Was Grey's Anatomy. Have you ever seen a Grey's Anatomy episode? Yeah. So we're firing through that. I saw that shitty one when they were singing the Snow Patrol song. Oh, I haven't gotten there. Chasing yet. cars. I haven't gotten fucking there yet. worst. So we're sitting there and we're firing. I'm dying in the hospital. And I got the yeah. goddamn nurse singing. There's a lot of If guy. I lay here. Yeah. There's a relax. lot of. Dude, a lot of people are getting laid on that show oh, in the yeah. hospital. I'm like, you're on the shift. I'm like, what kind of job yeah, is this? Yeah, fuck. I'm over here. Yeah. <laughs> you see that line that's straight? Yeah. Jesus yeah. Christ. My goddamn IV's beeping like crazy. <laughs> what the hell's going on? You're over there. Happens like every episode. Yeah. So we're sitting there watching this, and it'll be 32 years on January 12th that Rita and I have been married. Been together about 35 years. Oh, my years. God. Incredible. Crazy. So she just turns to me last night. You know, you should have been a surgeon. I'm like, are you in your fucking mind? <laughs> a surgeon? With your I go, janky I, head? I go, are you crazy? I go, I get queasy when you pull raw chicken out of the refrigerator. Yeah. Like, are you crazy? <laughs> Jesus Christ. I just looked at it like, we were talking about compliments. I was yeah. like, I don't think I've received a compliment from her in years. Yeah. Holy shit. If like you go, listen, I love you. It's been 32 years. But I'm a fucking surgeon. Yeah. What the fuck? I'm I'm living with Diane Cannon. 100 percent Dude, I'm living with Nicole Eager. <laughs> That's crazy. Should have been a surgeon. I'm like, what the fuck's That's happening? A, you know, don't we know it's a tough time of year? Right, trying to start a fight? Like what what? God, I dude, that's pretty passive aggressive. <laughs> I don't like that she came at you like that. And uh, we end the year with one of those shows that we talk about. We're like, okay, we'll see you later. And you go, there's still 12 minutes yeah. left. <laughs> All right, just pay attention. If we're coming back, we'll say it on social media. Otherwise, we'll see you when we there see you. There you go. Take care.